How do you start these again? Oh yeah, we have like something What's up, my people? quirky happens and then we cut it. Yeah. And we're like mango tank shorts. I thought of doing something a little stupid. It's yeah. Okay. I'm gonna be under my table and I'm just gonna like pop up. So welcome to another episode of Hina. <laughs> it reminds me of a blues clues episode. Just just go for it. This is your cue. Hello, welcome to another episode of Breaking Down the Pulp. Wait, no, Mango Time Shorts. Dude How are you doing, Neil? Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who don't know, I've known Rohit since I've I've known Rohit since high school. I've known him for about. Six years? No, seven. I think it's been yeah. almost seven years. Yeah. And I've only known him with the mustache. So this is as new for me as it is for you. How, how does it feel to be clean shaven? Dude, I, I think the last time I was clean shaven was probably when I was 13. Okay. I didn't even grow a mustache at that point. So since right. then... It was one thin line and it got, you know, wider and wider. And you never and you never shaved it off. Never. I trimmed it, but I never completely shaved it off. Wow. And uh ever since I've shaved it, man, it's got me feeling young. You You yeah, yeah. You you look you look rather young. I like it. I like I like the new look, Rohit. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's so it's it's been only two weeks, but it's so good to not hear Oh my God, you're 21. I thought you were 28. It's like now it's 24. So I guess 28, 24 is better than 28. But completely off topic. But today I was in a in a like a Zoom chat for my senior design project, and yeah, I was just chilling and I forgot that I was sharing my screen. So she, our, our professor, mentioned Dance Dance Revolution, and when I thought about DDR, I thought about Just Dance, right? So she started talking about arcades, and I was like, wait, what? So I looked up DDR while the screen was sharing. I mean, I thought that wasn't too bad. I just realized it could probably kind of, like, <laughs> made her feel a little old. Even though this, I'm pretty sure this person's, like, 10 years older than us. Max. I don't know. Uh, maybe older. I don't know. She has a young mindset. But, and then my screen was conti- was still sharing, and... She, we were, so we're creating a um, heart rate sensor for a senior design project. And she had mentioned that um, whenever you're exercising consistently, your resting heart rate lowers. And everybody like kind of gave in like their input on it. One person was like, yeah, that happens to me when I'm running. And then um, our EP was like, yeah, that happens to me when um, I'm power lifting. And I just open up my chat and I type in yeah that used to happen to me when I was in track but the worst part was was I decided not to send it so I just highlighted it deleted it and now they may or may not have seen it. I asked Jack about it and Jack was like I did not see it so we're no, good yeah, no, you can't see you can't see the zoom uh, yeah. chat just the th- it's just the thought the thought scared me Rohit that's it um, it's okay I mean it's okay to be scared as long as you admit that you were scared <laughs> Speaking of scary things, um, Euphoria. So that was a great segue, I think. A quick review of season one is that it's really good. Um, 
and I thought the specials were were really good too. And I think season two is just preface it is a damn good season, but it does have its its ups and downs. It's one of, I don't know how to like start my thought process on it because there's so so much. Um, <laughs> but it is, and this is without a doubt. I think anyone can agree on this. One of the best shot shows I've seen. Uh, I believe they shot the first season in digital, and they sh- decided to shoot the second season on film. Um, right. And yeah. it's just it's beautifully shot, and. I know there's like there's been this argument going around or surrounding Euphoria that just because something has good cinematography, good cinematography does not equal good storytelling. Uh, which to that I kind of I yeah I I kind of disagree because there are examples. Some of the best work out there is relies heavily on cinematography and quietness. I think 2001: A Space Odyssey is a clear example of that. Um, yeah there's just a visual poem going on there. And if you do it correctly, good cinematography, relying heavily on good cinematography can equal good storytelling. You just have to do it correctly. Um, and then, of course, there can be an argument for, well, is Sam Levinson, the creator, doing it correctly? But I guess that's a different argument for another day. But I I think for the most part, he is. Um, actually, let me go into the good, because there's a lot of good. I did say it's a damn good episode. It's a damn good season. So... Um, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll begin with the beginning of the season to the end. So I guess that's the beginning with the bad. <laughs> um, but <laughs> you, Euphoria is one of those strange things where it's mainstream meets um, niche. Yeah. And I think the show was never intended to attract a mainstream audience, but it has elements of mainstream appeal, which are the parts that I actually didn't like about the season, like the love triangle. And exactly. All, all the stuff that, um, some of the stuff that TikTok was focusing on, the TikTok memes were hilarious, but some of the comments and the arguments that were starting up and how uh, they're not good people, the whole part of the show is about how these characters are morally gray. The first four episodes are very just melodramatic a little too much not the reason i got attracted to the show all the gratuity is unnecessarily amped to a different level and i think people know what i'm talking about specifically and then the last four episodes is where it really shines and those four episodes are the reason i've I really like the show. One of the episodes, it's everybody calls it the one where Zendaya is running. Um, I should know the title. I apologize that I don't, but uh, that episode is is masterfully made, and it's just the, again the way Sam Levinson is able to fuse uh, the visual allegory with um, non blatant storytelling is great and he has this ability to poetically tell the story without having to you know turn to the camera and be like hey this is what's going on which is i think also part of what annoys some of the audience and there are some scenes that i that i will say go on for way too long um but overall it is the type of show that i think a lot of 
I mean, at the end of the day, it's an A24 show. It's an, and A24 attracts a certain crowd. Um, I'm yeah. not going to say it, sh- it shouldn't be wide appeal when it is. That's great. Then it's, all, it's something that we can all get on board with. But it is that show that I think, again, was never meant to be mainstream. Even the, some of the actors and the creator himself, they're a little surprised that it popped off the way it did. It's, I think it's safe to say it's the number one show on television right now. Number one oh, no talked doubt, about show. So yeah. overall, again, first four episodes, melodramatic. Last four episodes, um, really, really well-made, well-crafted. Not saying they're perfect, but overall thought they were really good. And two to th- two episodes, I think, was, were just flat-out great. That's good to hear, yeah. That, that's, yeah, the, the first, yeah, first four episodes were a little, uh, say, okay, uh, yeah. you know. Like we get the point. You didn't have to like, you know, shove it in her face like that. Yeah, and, and that's the part that 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 got to me because like, because for the first season, Sam Levinson did such a did such a great job of not just sh- like slapping you in the face with it. And yeah. the first four episodes of Euphoria, it, just, it it feels like something just being like shoved down your throat. And um, he I guess, off for the sake of being yeah, I got he I guess he got yeah. the notes in the middle of the season, which is interesting because I think this whole thing was shot uh, before the first episode released. So someone gave him notes, or at least he saw some cuts, and he thought, okay, time to dial it back on this thing. And and a lot of there was also reports of a lot of actors just coming up to him and saying, hey, I'm not comfortable with this scene. And then he said, okay, let's not do it. Yeah, it's, it was especially that stuff. Uh, I don't know. For I've noticed in certain like. I'm gonna bring him House of Cards because that's the one, the only other one that I like discreetly watched. Uh, like for the first couple of seasons, there are shocking moments, but they're natural, right? Like they kind of lead up. To it. The, the thing is, yeah, like for the first couple of seasons, it's very natural. But then, like as the later seasons go, it's just added in there for no reason. Like shock value for the sake of you know, shock value. It doesn't add anything anything to the story. And that's where. I think the first four episodes got problematic. It's like, why do we really need this? What does this prove other than make you feel like, whoa, what the hell? Right. And and I think people always point to Wolf of Wall Street as a modern example. But for me, I think the purpose of that gratuity was to show the craziness of that entire environment and even adds to the storytelling technique. When it comes to some of the stuff that goes on in Euphoria, you just see something and, and you're you're like, I didn't need to see that. I don't know why that was shown. And okay, sure, moving on. Um, when we can get into that season finale, I think a lot of people thought mm-hmm. things weren't answered. And I, yeah. I get that because... Well, they're setting up the third season, so... They're setting it up, but there were still... They, they didn't answer anything. And I I get that frustration, but it's. I liked where season two ended because it showed Rue's growth, and mm. how she believes that she individually needs to become secure, figure things out, and really also what is figuring it out. She talks to Lexi's character about that that you figured it out, but what like who really has it figured out, right? Um, yeah. But I, I, I did like that ending. I did like the ending of becoming more secure with yourself and not having to rely on certain things to feel like you're okay. So I, I, I loved that ending. I, I actually thought the last episode was great. 
but at the same time, if you are going to introduce a lot of things, you have to address it. A show you can compare this to, not in its entirety, is is BoJack Horseman. Again, not yeah. not all elements. And the whole theme about the ending of that sh- that show was life goes on. There isn't like a season finale within a given time period or a series finale. Life goes on. Not everything's going to be answered, and shit happens. But the w- and you can argue that with Euphoria. But at the same time, the way it's introduced, you feel like it's it's left hanging. So again, I think it should be addressed. But there is a season three. The season three will be dropping apparently in two years. So I thought about this. I was like, I'm a senior now. By the time that show drops, I'm either going to be out of grad school or going to be graduating from grad school. So that's something. The show started when I was still an underclassman, but when I didn't even begin sophomore year. So they're they're taking their damn time, but it's okay. It's okay. The day is acting is there's like, there's a certain line you have to like walk when it comes to displaying emotions. Right. It's like a lot of times people think like if you just ball your, you know, just like cry your heart out, that's considered good acting. But there's also other ways where that that's not really, in my opinion, I don't think that's the best way. I think the true, like the true kind of like showing, true way of showing emotions is where you walk that line between overacting and uh, being subtle, right? You're able to like, there's a, there's a certain amount of emotion, but it's also like, it's not overbearing. And in my opinion, I think Zendaya walked that line perfectly in both of the seasons. And that's for sure. Respect her for that. Yeah. I think uh, film acting or television acting isn't about going 100% into something, into an emotion. It's about a little bit of the subtlety. And this is probably a common thing that I said throughout but at the same time, it's still very difficult to accomplish that. And that episode again, where she's running, um, mm-hmm. some of the best acting or television acting I've seen in a while. Uh, so it, it was very, it was very, very well done um, and very well acted. There are some components of the writing that I, they they say the f bomb like every two seconds. And yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's something I used to do with um, a lot of my earlier work. Just throwing an f bomb as a filler. I think I think writers think it's an easy way to fix bad dialogue. Sam Levinson has written and he's written all of the episodes by himself yeah, and directed awesome. most of the episodes, um, including two season two and one. I believe season two he just directed all of it. People are talking about getting more writers into the writing room with Sam Levinson, and I agree. Uh, the funniest article I saw was uh, fans like Euphoria. They just don't like the creator. And then I just saw comments about getting rid of the creator. And to that, I have to say, don't get rid of the creator because there's still a reason you're watching the show. He, I think his his vision and the point he's trying to deliver and the way he's doing it is being done very well. But at the same time, it could be done a lot better. And you need to get more. I think you do need to get more writers into that room. One of the best episodes I saw was written by Hunter Schaefer. And you just need you just need more 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 writers in the room, more women in the room, especially if you're writing for a woman lead. 
it, the perspective, the woman's perspective matters. So yeah, I, I just think more, just more, more people into the writing room and the show yeah. will be even better. That's, that's all that needs to happen. Don't get rid of Sam Levinson. Just, just more people in the writing room. Just maybe just two or three more people. That's it. Not, nothing, nothing too much, you know, two or yeah, three more two, people. Two or three more people makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense because at a certain point, what happens is just that when you're the only writer in the show, sometimes you get absorbed into your own story so much that you get lost in it, right? You get lost in the story and you kind of stray away from what the original vision of the story was. Sorry for the Discord notifications. I, I like it. It keeps, it keeps us you. on our feet. <laughs> But when you introduce other writers into the room, you know, sometimes you may straight off the path and they'll correct you. Sometimes they may straight off the path and you'll correct them. It's, you know, it helps you stabilize. It helps you stabilize and make sure, you know, you're still on the same path. So, I mean, having writers, more writers is always better. I, I agree. always have to admit, but, Yeah, you know, I agree. And, and one of my favorite shows, and I think it's considered one of the best dramas made, uh, best television dramas made, is The West Wing. And that, show at least for the first four seasons for the most part is written by Aaron Sorkin who's one of the best uh one of the best writers, writers yeah. Yeah. yeah so I think that's a circumstance where it works but that show also is famous for having some isms and they're called Sorkinisms for a reason so I do agree just having maybe one or two more heads in the room to make sure you're not going one way or the other you're kind of staying on the path of your original of the of the original idea is is important again euphoria if you haven't seen it yet i recommend i think it's it's a very hypnotic show and there will be moments where you'll be you'll be laughing there'll be moments where you'll be tearing up there'll be moments where you'll be scratching your head and pulling your hair out and there'll be moments where you sit back and you're like huh that was that was good. So, would recommend. I did every all of those except pulling my hair out. Yeah. Okay. So, I can attest to your statement. Thank you. 